Daily Bread, Sunday, July 25th, 2021, 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The Holy Gospel according to St. John. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galileo, near Tiberias. And large crowds followed him because of the miraculous signs they saw when he healed the sick. So he went up into the hills and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Then lifting up his eyes, Jesus saw the crowds that were coming to him and said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test Philip, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred silver coins could not buy enough bread for each of them to have a piece. Then one of Jesus' disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said, There is a boy here who has fine baked loaves and two fish. But what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass there, so the people, about 5,000 men, sat down to rest. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks and distributed them to those who were seated. He did the same with the fish and gave them as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten enough, he told his disciples, Gather up the pieces left over that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled the twelve baskets with bread, that is, with pieces of the five bakery loaves left by those who had, the, who had eaten. When the people saw this sign that Jesus had just given, they said, This is really the prophet, he who is come into the world. Jesus realized that they would come and take him by force to make him king, so he fled to the hills by himself. The Gospel of the Lord We are called to be the one body of Christ, he church. As believers and disciples of the Lord Jesus, we are to show our unity with other believers. Yes, there will be disagreements and differences of opinion, but we are to work for unity with other believers. We are, as one Christian radio broadcaster says, called to have unity in essentials and differences in non-essentials. We are called to communion. Two teams emerge from our readings today. The abundant and gracious feeding of God's people and the call to unity. Together, 
These themes can remind us that God's graciousness extends beyond our normal expectations, and that same graciousness is the source we can trust together. The account of the multiplication of bakery loaves in the first reading were chosen to parallel to the Gospel reading. It, like the Gospel, demonstrates the graciousness of God. Not only is a small amount of bread able to complete satisfy the hunger of a hundred people, they are leftovers. God's gracious is truly more magnanimous than anyone could expect. In his letter to the Ephesians, St. Paul stresses the need for unity among believers. As he rises from his prison cell, he urges the faithful to remember that they have been called by God to live in a way which surpasses their former lives. They are to be humble, gentle, patient, and peaceful, all characteristics of their being one. He then mentions the seven ones, one body, the church, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, Jesus, one faith, one baptism, and one God, the Abba Father. These unities are part of our creed in reverse order and stress the belief in the true in God and supporting tenets of our one common faith. It is interesting that this is the only miracle common to all four Gospels. In John's account of this miracle, it is Jesus who is aware of the need of the hungry people, not his disciples as recorded in the other Gospels. Jesus also knows what he is going to do as he tries to get the disciples involved in the decision of how to feed the hungry crowd. The actions of Jesus also paralleled the words and action of the Eucharist, and Jesus takes the bread, gives thanks, and distributes it. Communion, being in union with, is the focus of my reflection. As people experience the magnanimous and overabundant graciousness of God, as the Lord Jesus continues to satisfy all the hungers they experience, it is then that they are called to be in communion, be one with not only the gracious Lord Jesus, but also with one another. Sharing a meal with another person not only says that we want to partake of the same life-giving nourishment, but that we also want to share in each other's lives. When the meal is provided by God, then the call to be one is all the more present.
that once all those who received the gifts of divine providence to be united. To me, one of the poorest signs of proclaiming the good news of the Lord Jesus is the division that exists between people who claim to be children of God and sisters and brothers of the Lord Jesus. Yes, I'm aware of the historical precedence that led to the division of Christians. I know the theological, political, and philosophical differences that cause the believers to separate and often in a very negatively demonstrative way. I realize that there are still issues which are not settled. Yet, the fact that we profess the same one faith, we have the one and the same hope, we are united in the one same baptism, all in the name of the same one God who is above Father. Son and Holy Spirit, all this should lead us to the presupposition that we should be the one body, one church. It is truly gracious that abundantly pours our blessings on all those who seek a divine help. That nourishes the holy people who come together in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus pray for the unity of all of his flock at the Last Supper on the night before he died. John 17th, especially verse 20 to 23. We must continue to pray and work for that unity and do all we can to break down the unnecessary barriers which keep us separated. The personal question or action for today. How have I experienced the graciousness of God being extended to me above and beyond my own needs? When have I felt in communion with God? Did the feeling lead me, did the feeling lead me to feel a close bond with those around me? What can I do to bring about a greater sense of communion with others who also believe in the good news of the Lord Jesus? Let us pray. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness and goodness, graciousness and goodness, you have provided for all our needs you pour out your abundance upon us so that we will respond to your call and strive to preserve the unity which your Holy Spirit inspires. We seek your forgiveness and pardon for those times when we have worked against the unity with others. Within in our families, among acquaintances, and between our churches, we ask that through the praise of your Son Jesus, you may be in communion not only with you, but with one another, just as 
you are in him and he is in you, we lift up this prayer of praise and honor to you in the name of your son Jesus, our brother and savior, who is living and reigning with you and the Holy Spirit, our one and only God, the God of unity forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>